Hi, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Alami podcast, Change Your Company. Today, we're going to talk about uh, self-mastery. We're going to talk about how to develop capacity to lead yourself to, to be able to inspire the people around us. And uh, my guest is Irene Riyad. Hi, hi, Irene. Hello. Great to be here and great to be with your audience. Yeah, and uh, you are an executive coach and uh, you are the founder of uh, Sideset, which is a uh, self-mastery coaching organization which helps executives and people um, who are aspiring to to have a bigger impact in life and in the workplace. So um, I'm excited about our conversation and uh, if anyone is watching us live on LinkedIn, feel free to interact with us, ask us questions. And uh, so where shall we start? I think we were talking about this idea of how we all resist crises and failures and, and challenging times. And yeah. in a way, when we look at some of the greatest leaders, Actually, these were the times which, which helped them shape themselves, clarify their purpose, and start making bigger impact within their environment. So what would you say about that? Absolutely. Lovely question. That's like the story of my life. <laughs> I think uh, overcoming, everybody overcomes or has had uh, setbacks, uh, big ones and small ones and challenges and myself included, uh, when I look back, it was these big setbacks even, the life significant ones also, where we, um, it, it, it takes us a little bit of time uh, to kind of get over the emotions of it because definitely we need the time to kind of grieve and, and feel the, 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 these intense emotions of sadness or whatever it is that was the big setback. But then when we reflect, and and when I reflect on those moments, um, the strength here of having that inner capacity to use that energy of what has happened, that Mm. that big pain or suffering that has happened or disappointment, um, and use it to our advantage. It's, it's, Mm. It's hard in the moment, but... But with time, it, it, there is a purpose, and that's one of my beliefs. There's always a, a higher purpose, a bigger purpose um, that we can take from that setback and create our comeback, let's say, our uh, movement of moving forward in our life yeah. and in our corporate world. Yeah, yeah. You know, I, I, sometimes I write these uh, reflections, and one time I wrote, like, uh, pain is one of the greatest blessings. I think, yeah. in a way, uh, again, when we look back and we, 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 we kind of reflect on some big realization, big shift that we had in our life, uh, it, it usually is a result of that. And, and, yeah. um, and that's why again, embracing this, and, and I think I like what you said about the word energy there, uh, I always look at these things as energy. Like, so the bigger, the bigger the crisis, the yeah. bigger the energy which was thrown at us. And then what we could do is we can, you know, like I, it will take us some time to yeah. really be centered again because we are shaken by that. But then it's like, wow, it's it's 
there's so much energy there. Like, okay, how can I channel it exactly. in the right direction? Yeah. You know? yeah, yeah. And in those times, actually, I ask myself, what do I have to learn about myself mm. in that situation? And um, I always find that there's two parts of me in those mo- those situations because it it can take longer than a moment. It can take me a few weeks or months, depending on how big the setback, years. But there's always two parts of me. There's more than that, but there's two parts of me. One part is in that pain or grief or suffering, but there's another part also present. Um, and sometimes we push it away because we may not. Um, connect with it too much, but it's that self, that pure part of you that knows that there's something about the situation that I need to learn about myself. Mm. It teaches me something about me. And that's the question that always I wonder about. What is it that I need to learn about me from this situation so I could move forward stronger? Mm. So why is this important for anyone basically to know more about themselves? I think this is one of our evolutionary meaning of life is that um, we have a certain amount of time in this world. Uh, A lot of it is spent at work in the corporate world and obviously with family as well. And um, as we evolve, we change. Uh, We are not the same person that we were a couple of years ago. And there's science that says, I think every seven years, every cell in your body has regenerated and changed. That's like biologically, but psychologically, experience-wise, we're not the same person almost every seven years. Mm -hmm. And um, if we're changing, then it's... I I feel it's worthwhile directing that change rather than just changing and growing and not realizing, oh, gosh, what happened to me? Why am I in this career? Why am I, um, why haven't I asked for promotion for the past five years? You know, life is very dynamic, very quick. We have so many things, so many priorities, but there, it is, I think, overarching we're evolving in humanity as a human. And if we really want, and I believe we all want to have an impact in our own life, at least, maybe in the world or with our teams. So it's worth having that reflective inner um, contemplation, silence, inner work. There are many ways of doing it. It doesn't have to be stillness and all that, but just that mm-hmm. re- questioning yourself or having mm-hmm. that support that can question you to question yourself. Yeah. It will brighten up your insight, how you want to move forward and then really move the direction. Mm. I mean, I, I, people, some people ask me about like uh, how to find your purpose because I think like for me, I was for a long period, I was lost and I, I didn't know what I really want to do. But at the beginning, actually, I didn't even ask the question. And I think, it became interesting when I had a great job at a great company with a great salary and position and et cetera, and I was still not happy. And, and when I was telling people around me that I'm not happy, they would be like, but you should be happy. Like, you know, I was like, welcome to the world. This is how it should, how it is. And I'm like, it cannot be, it cannot be like, it cannot be 
like this. And, um, and, 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 and I was curious enough to keep asking the question and, and then I start to get answers. And I, and I really believe that everyone should be asking the question, which is, what do I really want to do? Not what my society wants me to do, what my, not what my parents want me to do, not what my friends want me to do. Like, what do I want to do? Absolutely. Uh, and, and I think after asking this and being really interested in finding the answers, regardless of where they will take you and what action you will take based on that, but you know, being curious about the question is so important because slowly, slowly, you know, your heart starts to whisper and usually it whispers with feelings and curiosity like about this book or this conversation, etc. And it opens some doors. Absolutely. Um, similarly with myself, um, I was in the corporate world, climbing the ladder, earning well, good title, good location and and then it was, it just, it was, I don't, I'm not sure, I think it was COVID. COVID, I think for all of us had, maybe was a greatest blessing in disguise, um, made us pause, made us uh, be more close to people, maybe in our family that we didn't, or it, it just changed and shifted the lifestyle and our work. And it was in those years um, at the beginning of COVID where I realized I am not really fulfilling what I what really sparks my life. I'm not waking up every morning excited to go to my day. And I had those similar questions. So what's next? What do I really want? Mm. And I didn't know what did I want. I had big ideas, but it wasn't crystal clear. And I did this exercise of actually... A, um, I tried journaling. I wasn't really a journaling person. Um, but then I opened my PC and I started typing. Because they say, you, if you write with your hand, there's a different kinesthetic feel. And I believe that. But do what just gets you started. I opened my PC. I started typing. And I just said, what is my dream? And I just started creating. And the company that I am founding now is was a start from there. I realized I wanted to impact as many people as I can through my love of coaching. Mm -hmm. And it was coaching that helped me through my setbacks. So I do believe, mm -hmm. and for me, um, having that person uh, by my side, asking me the difficult questions or the questions I never asked, allowed me to pause, find that strength within uh, somebody believes in me on my journey. And, and if we don't uh, look for these people, coaches, or look for that person, mentor, doesn't have to be, could be just that one person who really just gives you that pusher direction, um, we may not uh, open up opportunities. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, I, I, honestly, I think everyone should have a coach. Um, and again, the, the name, the, the word "coach" in that, uh, in this, in this uh, case, is not necessarily being a formal coach, but someone who really asks them deep questions. You know, sh gives them a mirror to see themselves. It's a little bit like I remember I, I had this great coach, and uh, he, you know, he, he made a big difference in my life, and 
um, I came to him and I said, uh, you know, like the, my workplace is is not good. Uh, everyone is complaining. Everyone is negative. Everyone is this. And, and he told me, is it? I said, yes. And he said, so everyone is complaining and negative. I said, yes. And he told me, like, like, like what you're doing now, right? <laughs> and I'm like, oh. It was like almost a slap on my face reminded me that, you know, it's me, you know, it's me. Like everything I'm complaining about, it's actually in me and I need to improve. So what I'm seeing and my environment would improve, right? So, and, uh, and, 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 and this is the kind of people that we want in our lives. So, uh, you know, they challenge us in a way, right? Mm -hmm. uh, to, to see beyond, you know, what's in front of us, to look at the future and, and we look deep within and, 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 and explore that. Yeah. It's, uh, we don't see our own patterns. We live them yeah. because we're very yeah. engrossed in them. And even if we see some, we won't see all of it. Um, mm. And so that, uh, person, whether it was a mentor or a coach that um, had that observation, he was probably, he was able to see from the outside. He was, mm. uh, yeah, like a mirror showing you what you are doing and you realizing, hold on a minute, then it could be me projecting. Mm. I am the one, because we see things from our own worldview, our eyes, the sight um, of, of where it's coming from. Mm. Um, is really the world. Uh, what the reality is, how we see it. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah, that's yeah. yeah. And um, you know, like I, I, I have a a coach who is um, more fitness coach, but actually, he's also someone who mastered like one area and became one of the world best in that field. And um, so I had I. I have with him like this regular calls and, uh, and I was, you know, once I was asking him this question, which is I was reading in one of his books about how his wife was giving him compliments only at, you know, at certain milestones. And I said, uh, and I said like, how come only at certain milestones was, she was not encouraging you like all the way. Right. And he looked at me and he said, how often do you get a salary when you work? Is it every day? And I'm like, wow, you know, and, 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 and this is the power, right? Again, like, you know, these people, like they share with you, I mean, they ask you a question, they share an insight and you will not, you will not look at things the same way. And that's why, you know, the best coaches are the coaches who make you see things differently not necessarily learn a skill, but, see yourself differently, maybe, you know, see life differently, see people differently, see work differently, right? And, and, and this is the power. Yeah, and I think that's how leaders grow their capacity. Yeah. Because when they are able to have that different view, mm -hmm. whether they have a coach or they are doing something with others that help him or her, but when the leader reaches that level, and he or she's able to see from different view, from a cultural viewpoint, from a, 
a science viewpoint, from a social viewpoint, then he is able to um, ask those difficult questions or pose those hypothetical questions to the team. So somebody yeah. comes to him for some solution or some conflict, they are able to ask that question that mm. um, helps his team think further, be inspired. Mm. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, I think especially for leaders, um, you know, having this um, like perspective, asking these questions uh, would is 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 very very critical because that's how we can inspire the people around us. I mean, and and I'm, I'm, I'm when I'm saying leaders, of course, I mean also people who aspiring to become leaders or or to influence their environment, right? So um, and. In, in some cases, it's, um, you know, we need to go to the places within us and, and, uh, um, and out, outside even, which usually we, we, resist, we resist going there. Yeah. yeah. And um, we resist what we fear, mainly. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah. And, or the unknown, again, but it goes back to fear. I mean, fear is such a powerful emotion that I believe every leader or person who wants to manage people need mm. to really understand the psychology of fear in mm. them and in others. So mm. we start usually with ourselves because you can't work with it with others before you kind of master it with yourself. Mm. So fear comes up to the leader and it could be because of the unknown, because of lack, feeling of competition, feeling of judgment, feeling of loss, um, and they have different feelings in the body or similar, but they yeah. kind of show up in a different maybe vibration or location. Um, and as a leader, especially with leading a team and trying to inspire them, and I'm going to face challenges for sure, responding to a challenge by managing my fear first mm. is, is then called actively um, taking action rather than reacting, mm -hmm. yeah, responding to the, to the challenge or the setback. Mm -hmm. And response, mm -hmm. has, the first step before I could respond is I understand what is happening in me. Mm -hmm. um, what is that palpitation? What is that anxiety? What is, what is it saying? Mm -hmm. uh, there's that's interesting, lot. yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's interesting. Like... Um, before responding, we need to understand like ourselves and uh, the fears that we have. Yeah, and I, um, I'm also an emotional intelligence uh, facilitator and coach, but I want to take it even further because emotional intelligence is important and it helps us start that dialogue of understanding emotion. But I want to bring emotional regulation mm. to it. Um, because the, the, the skill, the competence of emotional intelligence is needed. That's the kind of the behavior, naming the fear, pausing with the fear. There's a, bit, a few bit of steps in behavior. The actual regulation bit is what happens inside your body, mind and body. The, mm. the invisible, the thing that I cannot see or your team see. And that regulation yeah. needs practice. 
Mm. Yeah, I mean, I think that's that what set us apart in a way that when we are able to channel these fears, you know, when we are able to invest, you know, again, like the feeling of disappointment uh, or uh, or even depression, right, uh, or anger to create, to to build, to to help, to give. I think that that that's a that's a gift that we can give to the world in a way, yeah. And and I think the, as human beings, we are the only beings who can transmute or transform any negative that we have in our lives into something positive. And and a lot of people, you know, who achieved and made a big difference. Uh, we're we're master in this. Absolutely. Um, My mind went to a few places while you were speaking. Mm. Mm. Um, I think when we're able to channel it, because it goes back to that point you said in the beginning, channeling the energy, we need to master our understanding of that emotion Mm. or, or at least understand it first know the messages that is coming. Usually it's out of safety. Fear is coming from a conditioned part of our life. Uh, Our body's responding automatically to something. Usually it's from a past condition. Um, So noticing it and being with it rather than pushing it away, giving it a few seconds, Mm. tuning into it. That's why a lot of people say, lean into your fear. Mm. It's just give it a listen. Don't before you kick it out the door because it's come just to say a message. Once you've welcomed it, careful, usually it's careful, uh-oh, or watch out, you know, it's it's something. Then you're able to, okay, I've noticed it. I'm gonna take action differently this time. Mm-hmm. Um, and so you take action, which is with the fear still there, which is called courage, really. The action you take in front of that fear, you're mm-hmm. courageously doing something with the fear sitting there because you evolved. I mean, you are not the same person you were a couple of years ago. You know more now, but the body doesn't, it's still catching up the body. Um, yeah. So, and if yeah. when a leader has that capacity to withstand and be with those, dis, with, with the discomfort, mm. they're, they're able to help the team uh, kind of role model, follow it. They're able to calm the anxious person or at least be with them, understanding that anxiety is come because there's some change. Mm. And some, some people, and there is a book that says, or in a, one of the books I can't remember, I'll remember now, it says anxiety is your superpower, mm. is a superpower. It is. It is in a way because again, going back to what we what we where we started in terms of energy, it is energy, right? And if it's used in the right way, it's, it's the best. I mean, at the beginning of my journey, when I really knew what I wanted to do, um, and uh, it became obvious to me that I need, I, I want to be speaking to people and doing these workshops, and uh, and, uh, and I had a phobia from speaking in public, so I went and started to learn about public speaking and. And then I started to go to a place called Toastmasters and I started to get better. And then I started to compete and 
I started to get like to you know reach a Swiss championship, public speaking, etc. But during that time, I was watching the world champions of public speaking, and and I remember there was a guy who was a world champion. I was watching their speeches and and, and looking what they are doing, etc. To learn from them, and and I think we lost Iran here. So maybe I continue with with the story I was sharing, and uh, so I was I was talking about uh, learning from one of the world champions of public speaking, and and he said something interesting, which is the only time he was not anxious. It was the time where he did the worst uh, speech. So, so basically, uh, being anxious. Yeah. Hi. Hello. Do you so hear I was, me? I was yeah, I can hear you. So I was continuing with uh, uh, what just I was sharing because yeah, one of those no setbacks. <laughs> yeah. No and worries. So electricity yeah. just decided to yeah. give me a second yeah. here. Yeah, no. I don't. I'm not hearing so, you though. Let me. Yeah. So, so basically, our fear is our anxiety. In a way, it's an energy that we can use to, again, to to create, to build, to deliver something which would be valuable for others, and that's why instead of running away from it embracing it and using it and transmuting it and channeling it to to build to create and to to give and to help so that's why again embracing this and uh, instead of running away from it so and and I, I was not prepared to be speaking just like this live and uh, so I'm just trying to think about like what other things that could be useful for us as we go on this journey to find our purpose and to understand that it's it's a journey. It's not uh, a it's it's not like a destination that we need to arrive to, but it's a journey we can take each step along the way. Can you can you hear me now? All good. Yeah. Do you hear me? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, I think we we were reaching toward the end of our conversation. I I improvised. I spoke a lot, like um, while you were away, about embracing fear and the fact that purpose is a journey. Uh, it's not just a destination, and taking steps toward in that journey. So, what are some like final reflections you would share or advice? To, to our listeners? That if, um, if part of their career um, plan is leading people um, and they do wish in their career to really make a big meaningful impact in their life, to their family, in the workplace, that starting the inner work or call it anything else, but starting that inner reflection, inner quest of what really, uh, of who they are, 
inside, what really they're all about, and how they could really command their direction in life with with their teams um, is is best to start as earliest as they can. There's never too early and there's never too late. And they will be rewarded so much personally uh, and yeah. let alone leadership and bottom line. Yeah, absolutely. And, and I think the fulfillment that comes from this journey is the best reward, right? So, I mean, leading people, achieving big things is nice, but what's nicer is feeling good about yourself and and being fulfilled from the person you become and 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 this this is the person that people maybe look up to and people seek for advice and help and uh and uh, wisdom and i think that that's a journey and, and i think leaders have a special uh, responsibility there so yeah um uh, Irene, I appreciate so much this conversation and uh, thank you so much for being my guest today. Thank you so much, Dr. Fouad, for having me on your show and um, I wish you all the best. And with all the setbacks, I think we are yeah. all stronger moving forward. Yeah. Thank you yeah, so much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think we, we showed an example about how things could still continue despite like a small crisis. Um, but to all the listeners, um, I, as always, stay inspired and make the biggest impact you could make, not only within your area of responsibility, uh, but beyond it, beyond it. Yeah. So until next time, bye. Bye-bye. Thank you.